Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever it is you're coming from. Thanks for joining. I am super excited to be back with my next episode of Rewarding Conversations, as I am here with Chloe Colleen. Say hello to the world, Chloe. Hi, world. That's Chloe <laughs> saying hi to the world. Um, so this is a cool episode for me because I have had a couple different uh, people that work in the filmmaking community, actors, directors, writers, creators, um, but I've never had anybody that... I didn't personally know. Um, so I know Chloe, but I don't know Chloe. This is the first time we've, you know, video chatted, talked over a mic, all this kind of stuff. I know you through Instagram, which is how a lot of people meet each other. Um, yeah. I have a filmmaking channel. I make short films in the Cleveland area, as many people know. And I think through just following and coming across a lot of film festivals, yeah. I found your channel. We follow some of the same film festivals and channels and things like that. And I came across yours. And uh, your Instagram is at the Chloe Collins, and I'll put all the links and everything below. But <laughs> you. Uh, you have a really, I want to say, interesting channel uh, because <laughs> it doesn't just film. It doesn't just feel like a filmmaker's channel. It doesn't just feel like an actor's channel or a director's or whatever. It feels like this is you. This is who you are. Um, yeah. But it's also all the other things that you do and that your passions are kind of intertwined into that. Would that be kind of a safe, safe analysis of, of your channel, I guess, if you will? Yeah, totally. I think that's very safe to say. I also never really get too much feedback on from an outsider's point of view on my channel. Just like, you know, my friends or people I work with, they're like, oh, yeah, that's just Chloe, you know, being herself. But I think people really like that authenticity. And I don't know. I think I would be betraying myself if I was anything different. Yeah, absolutely. And I can't overstate that enough. It feels, it's sort of interesting that through looking at your Instagram, I feel like I sort of know you as a person, which is a really, <laughs> I, I think a difficult thing to pull off because whenever I'm looking at Instagrams or people's profiles or whatever, I'm always just saying, okay, I'm getting this version of them. I'm getting this persona, yeah. this whatever. But looking at your Instagram, it feels very kind of raw. Um, and I mean, some things are specifically <laughs> associated with your filmmaking or art or whatever it is. But, like, genuinely, like, looking through your channel, I feel like I'm like, okay, this is who this person is. This is a creative, artistic, think outside of the box, live outside of the box kind of person who marches to the beat of her own drum, who is surrounded <laughs> by people that she cares about and has, like, a good group of people that believe in her and, you know, that and it allows you to be kind of the person that, that you are or that you hope to be. Uh, and, you know, I, I think that's really cool. I really like that about your channel. Thank and you. I like your description on your channel. I just have to say this. So it says acting is my art, writing is my skill, directing is my passion, all around entertainer. I love that. <laughs> That's like one of the coolest little bios I've come across. So, Aww, you know, why you. why those things? Why, you know, you talk about acting, <laughs> writing, directing, all around entertainer. Yeah. Um so when you kind of break that down, I like that you say acting is your art. So, you know, I want to break down each yeah. one. Why do you say acting okay. is your art? Why is writing your skill and why is directing your passion? Well, first off, that was just the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me about my profile, and it really made me feel good, so thank you so much. It is very rewarding, as you would say. And, <laughs> and I would say acting is my art because um, I think a lot of people think of acting as like a skill or like a talent, and it is. It definitely is that, but once you really look at it as an art form, like you really take on a character in the moment and what people feel... I think that is an art the same way that like painting is because you're really taking outside forces and being the art yourself. It's kind of like a geisha where, you know, they are artists of their musicians and they, you know, twirl fans and they're gorgeous. And 
I think acting is an art and for me it's my art because I practice it every day to be an art form, an art form. Just as you would painting or drawing or writing. And I think writing is my skill because I just happen to be naturally okay at writing. Uh, my family is a bunch of storytellers who make okay. up the wildest things. I don't know what they say is true or not. And <laughs> so that comes with me too. <laughs> and then directing is my passion because I, I love directing and I love putting all the pieces and the vision together and bringing a whole community together, which I think you understand a lot too, because yeah. you've been in numerous festivals and won awards and congratulations on your, the, the Thank man, the, the lady of the eight minutes. Oh, please yeah, remind the, the me of it. Minutes of her, the, the last, last eight minutes mi of her life. Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so like you understand cool. yeah. bringing the directing into it and it's not about the awards or anything, at least not for me. No. And no. it's not for you either. I can tell. And yeah. that's why it's my passion to bring those together. While I may not practice directing as much as I do acting, I wouldn't say directing's my art. I would say acting's my art. And then I just have, I live to entertain. I always have. Um, since I was little, I was always on the stage and always acting in my own sister's, like she had a VHS tape and she loved recording stuff with her sister, yes. with uh, her friends and my other sisters. So I would always be the token child. And that's just carried on throughout my whole life. And my bio used to be um, an actor who looks better in 4K but then people got mad, got mad at me instead it was conceited. And I was like, a little bit, but I thought it was funny. But yeah, that's kind that of... That is funny. I get that. I, I think that is funny. <laughs> well, you know, the with new Blackmagic cameras being 4K and, like, your phone being 4K nowadays. Yeah. That's there what was, like, I have. A conversation. I have the, the Blackmagic yes. 4K. Yeah, It's so 4K. worth it. I love it. For the it. it's, price it's and everything. Amazing. I got it for $1,300, and everything it can do is just absolutely mind-blowing. Right, um, and it's like... And, and of course, I have yeah. those thoughts of upgrading to, like, the 6K Pro, because it has the articulating screen. It has the natural yeah. Canon mounts, which I love. I, I use Canon lenses primarily. Yeah. Um, so I want to do that, but I'm like, I love the 4K so much. I don't need a 6K. Yeah. Like, just... I'm like, stop it, Adam. Don't do this. Um, <laughs> if you're going to upgrade, go to the DJI Ron. Yeah, the new yeah. Yep. Yeah, the stabilizer know, included. Oh. The stabilizer is amazing. That's such a game changer. We're talking it such is. nerd right now, and some people are going to know what we're talking about, and some people are not going to know what we're talking about, and they're going to be like, really "What?" Um, but the people that are know, you guys know. You guys know yeah. what we're talking you know. about. Stabilization. You know what we're talking about. That black this magic. Is for you. Like, we don't. We don't need stabilization. <laughs> They're like you'll be fine. We don't. You'll need be fine. It. Put it on a tripod. Yeah. We filmed yeah. a we filmed a, f a feature in, over the summer, and we were like two hours in the mountains, and we forgot our tripod, and no. we used a light stand for the entirety of the feature. There you go. I mean, you know, you gotta nothing improvise. Says, nothing says indie filmmaker like I forgot my tripod, so I used a light stand. <laughs> I mean, you got to do what you got to do. It does. You do. You really um, do. And it's those funny stories that add up and you're like, look at how far yeah. you've come. Exactly. Um, speaking of how far you've come, I, I need to ask this and just yeah. kind of have the world know. How, how old are you? I'm 24. I just turned 24. That's okay. I, I knew you were in like your early 20s, but I didn't know exactly. And the yeah. reason why I bring that up is 
you've gotten into so much stuff. You've done so many things. You've been involved with so much creativity and art and everything. And you're 24. Now, I know, I remember when I was 24, I was like, I'm old. But now that I'm <laughs> in my mid-30s, 24 sounds very young. Now, I actually didn't start making films or doing podcasting everything until just relatively recently, a couple years ago. So you literally have like a decade on me, right? <laughs> and I think that's amazing. So how did that start for you? Like, were, were you an actor first? Did you write first? Yes. Did you direct something, you know, just kind of fun? Like, where did that seed kind of come from for you? For me, um, and it's funny because like, do you know Neil Young? Oh, yeah. Heart of yeah, Gold you know is one old of my man. favorite songs ever. Yeah. Old Man, yeah. Old, old Man is what I've been thinking about ever since I've turned 24. You know, 24 and there's so much more. And yep. I really hope so. Because you see, like, I see actors on screen, like Anya Joy Taylor, and she's 24. And I'm like, Amazing. 25. And yeah. I'm like, wow, I really want to be doing that. But for me, the spark started. I had a really great community in college. I had a really great... Um, Actually, so I before I transferred, I went to another school, and there's this uh, acting teacher named Robert Reyes, and he is in a couple of films that's not, like, too recognizable, and he saw a spark in acting on film for me. When I was first just pure theater kid, um, I enrolled in this class, and from there it really just took off, uh, and then I came to this community, um, this small community in Greeley, uh, Colorado, where there's, like, a bunch of just people who have the same drive as I do, who are all trying to do the same thing. And we had this really great club at our college and our college like doesn't even have a film program. Like people don't even come here for film and wow. all of our determination together to just make films and to write and act and do it all basically, uh, kind of started the seed. And then you know, someone was like, what if we make a feature film or what if we make a bigger short film or what if we apply for funding? And it just got bigger after that. And then I found more people, I'm sure is like you did in Cleveland, where people have the same inspiration of like, I yeah. want to be an actor. I want to be yeah. a director. And you just put that out there and people will come. Yeah. Um, so acting is kind of the first thing that you were kind of involved with and, you know, everything when did you first start writing and when did you first start directing? Oh, well, my first writing directing was this small idea called Darling and Ahab. And it, <laughs> it kind of got big, like not big, but like it got attention on TikTok and it got attention in on YouTube. And I didn't expect that. And I wanted to make a um, web series out of it. And it was about a sci-fi, it's like a sci-fi scientist who is going to defeat capitalism, which is just insane. It was just this bonkers idea that I had, and that's where I first started writing and directing. And then I started a lot of assisting directing, and then directing my own things. And I just, I fell too much in love with acting that I couldn't, I haven't picked up directing since. <laughs> what is your, what do you view as your end game? Like, what is your, your hope for the future? Like, do you want to be... Would you rather, I, I was, I'm interested in kind of this because I've been in, I've been in small things. I've done improv, I've done theater, things like that, but like, I'm a director. That's, you know, if, if I'm talking about the film world, I direct and, and I write, um, I, I've only directed things that I've written. I would love to someday direct something that I didn't write, but that sounds very strange <laughs> to me to direct it's something hard. I didn't write. It sounds very yeah. weird because it's somebody else's vision. Um, and when I go into direct, I know exactly what I'm looking for. I give the actor space to play, but I know what I'm looking for at the end of the day. Yeah. So what is it that you're looking for at the end of the day? Would you rather be known 
as you know an actor a writer a director or would you want to be known as one of those people maybe like olivia wilde that acts and directs <laughs> and writes and does yeah. everything does casting and producing and kind of everything i really want to be the surprise it's like oh world famous superstar chloe colleen also directed this film what yeah so i want to be a surprise i don't want people to know like me for what's coming next I want, exactly yeah. yeah i really like that <laughs> um, so you're in Colorado. Um, yes. Are your plans to stay in Colorado? Do you have Absolutely visions not. of L.A. or New York or Austin or, or whatever yeah. it may be? Yeah, going to Austin. The Austin, when I went there to visit this summer, I I was like, this is where I'm supposed to be. And because yeah. I, I, as much as I love L.A., it seems like they're only really casting there. They're not filming there. And as much as I, I love New York, um, it's TV and I want to be in films. So Austin's where I'm going. I love that. I love that you have that direction because honestly, I've known a lot of people that are like, oh, I'll, I'll take whatever I can get. And, and I'm sure <laughs> to an extent that's what it is. But I like that you yeah. say like, I want to be in film. Like, you know what you want. <laughs> um, what is your yeah. favorite type of uh, projects to work on? Do you prefer dramas or comedies or horror? Like, what is it that you like? <laughs> I, I'm going to say, what is it you like acting in the most? And what mm -hmm. is it that you like directing the most? Or is it the well, same? Well, I... I kind of always accidentally fall into comedy, um, okay. but I really love acting dramatically. I I work so hard on like what kind of tears like to get like if this is a like full blown tear moment or a one tear moment. Uh, so because there's a huge I mean, difference about single tear and like regular crying, hysterically crying. Like yes. there's there's a big difference. Yes, and I'm glad you understand that because a lot of people do not. Or like there's I think there's even different kinds of screams or just oh, like yeah, intonations 100%. of your voice. Yeah. So I've been acting in so much camp recently that I've okay. been really missing that dramatic kind of serious role, that kind of role that is too real. For the audience out there that doesn't know, because I know what you're referring to, um, explain what yes. camp is. Camp is like 80s movies and like just the almost the uncanny valley between like serious and comedy where like uh like scream is camp or it's kind of hard to describe camp even the met no. gala couldn't get it right yeah exactly <laughs> no i i would actually totally describe scream as camp for sure um scream does one of the best jobs i've ever seen at writing a line between like drama and horror and some comedy so camp is exactly what i would put it in because like yeah. it it makes fun of old school horror films from the 70s and 80s um you know it has you know your stereotypical like teenage actors doing dumb things that they shouldn't be doing and they pay <laughs> yes. for it with their lives and you know it but it's very like kind of thumb in cheek like it kind of makes fun of itself yes. but it's also like oh my gosh these people are getting killed and like you know there's really <laughs> serious moments and chase scenes and high intensity and then there's moments where like you're laughing and you're like am i supposed to be laughing here um you know so yeah, yeah for sure i would say that's camp yeah it's it, it has a dissonance in it yeah but for sure. it's so fun to watch yeah it's absolutely. really wonderful to watch i love scream so I've been i actually think scream is one of the better you know, it totally like revitalized the horror industry. So yeah, mad props absolutely. to that. So um, I, I really like that. It's like self-aware. It's a very self-aware. Yeah. yeah, very self-aware. So on that same track, what are some of your favorite? Because you know, you're an actor. You you direct. Yeah. You write. What are some of your favorite slash inspirational films? Like, is is there certain acting performances or directing, or you know, writing of a certain script? Like, what are some things that like you go to? 
some things that I, I always fall into watching almost the same like movie like a million times before I'm like, I can't watch it anymore. So I really love Alien and I really love everything that it does with acting, directing, creating this space, this world that you can almost like get lost in. Yeah. And honestly, it's about a lot about world building. Um, to go back, like my favorite things to direct are things that have intense world building. Um, because I think you can tell so much of a story with just the set piece. Yeah. And or like how people talk. I love it. And so Alien is one of those films for me. I've been recently rewatching Memoirs of a Geisha like a million times. I have a lot of thoughts about it. Um, but another like comfort film is like Crimson Peak or anything by Guillermo del Toro. Um, Okja is another one. Snowpiercer. Yeah. Uh, Snowpiercer. He's is my incredible. favorite director. Snowpiercer. Have you seen Last a... Night Soho? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All those. Yeah. The ones that are highly visual and highly like make you think too. Yeah. They, those are my favorite films. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, all those you just mentioned, I have profound respect for, so I totally get <laughs> it. Um, yeah, I, I really appreciate filmmakers now because, so I've been a movie geek, I guess described, self-professed movie geek my whole life. And I have films that, yeah, exactly. I have films that I love, <laughs> films that I always go back to. Uh, but, you know, since I've started creating myself, you know, casting, writing, directing, you know, editing, all that kind of stuff, it, it definitely makes you look at things differently. It makes you appreciate things in a different way and look at things in a different way. And movies that I would typically look at and just say, oh, that's an entertaining film. I now look at it and I'm like, that is so complicated. That is so <laughs> complex. Like this, this dialogue yeah. is so amazing and well written. And it's just really interesting when you can kind of go to the other side of things and sort of look at that world differently. Um, yeah. So, you know, staying on that track of looking at a world differently, you hope to be in Austin someday. Yes. Uh, what is kind of the, is there like a, a plan kind of in line for, for you? Is there like a certain, like in a year, in five years and whatever you plan oh, yeah. to go to Austin? I'm going in May. Oh, that's coming up. <laughs> okay. So yeah, you got, you got is. like what, like six, seven months? Oh God, don't remind me. <laughs> You're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that just made it real. Yeah, no, I, that I have a, I have a very, um, nice and uh, appreciative father like he uh is a truck driver and he's given me a one-time move to anywhere i want and austin is where i picked and wow. he's like i'll take you and all your friends and that's it then then you're on your own one and, and I, done one and done and i i wanted to move to austin since i was 13 so i was like this is a no no brainer for me wow <laughs> so do you have other people that you're going out there with? Do you know anybody that's out there right now? Or are yeah. you just going and saying like, hey, I'm running solo right now? I'm going to go with um, my production company, actually. Um, and every what member is that? of my production. It's called Funky Carrot Productions. Awesome. <laughs> Which Funky is really Carrot funny. Funky Carrot Productions. I love that. <laughs> and um, it's the, uh, the CEO is named Ethan Funkbray. So we took funk and put funky and then carrot because we're silly and um i love carrot because you know we're silly <laughs> and there's a whole like big nerd reason about like D D of why we named that but uh yeah so we're all gonna go out together i kind of sold them on my dream and they all believed in it and i'm very lucky to have friends who are very supportive and wow believe in the same dream as i do yeah you are that's really incredible <laughs> that you have people that are supporting you that hard I mean, yeah. that's, that's really amazing. So one thing is uh, for me, I, Austin is one of the few places that I haven't been to that I've always wanted to go to. 
Um, I know people that live right outside of Austin. Like, I have that connection there of, like, I could go there because I know somebody who lives really close by. Um, And I've always wanted to go, but I have not gone yet. But I've just heard, like, the best things. And I want to touch on something you mentioned earlier, and particularly about, like, L.A., where not only, you know, there's a lot of casting in L.A., but just things are not being filmed in L.A. as much as they used to be. And there's almost like mm-hmm. this mass exodus. Like people are leaving LA in like giant yeah. droves and they are going to places like Colorado, like Austin. Um, so mm-hmm. I think it's really interesting that, you know, Austin has been known for a little while as kind of like an artistic community. And now it really yeah. has a lot of musicians and actors and directors and yeah. writers and, you know, authors and all kinds of things just like coming to Matthew Austin. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, yeah, Matthew McConaughey, <laughs> who like might be the next governor of Texas. Uh, yeah, you know, what? Like, Are you kidding like, me? I don't know how that happened, but like I'm pretty sure he's going to win in a landslide, which yeah, would be very interesting, um, you Joe know, for, for Texas to have, you know, a very kind of open minded liberal type of guy, mm-hmm. like as their I, governor, that would it's be. It's moving that way. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And Texas has these like little pockets, like Austin is like mega liberal and open minded and super chill. So oh, yeah. that's why that's the place that I want to go to for sure. Um, oh, yeah, so you'll have to come visit me. We'll have I to know, shoot a film. I would love to. I was just thinking, <laughs> I was like, man, it would be really cool to like work with you, like in, in the film world. It would be great to work with you. Really cool. Um, so, you know, you, you have that kind of plan of you want to go to Austin, you want to be in film. Uh, but when you first get there, like when you get there in May, do you have, you know, stuff in mind that, you know, do you have a film that you want to work on already? Or, you know, do you have a, a first project that you want to get into when you get there? When I get, if you drive through Texas, you see millions of abandoned towns. I'm not millions. I'm a, I'm a bit hyperbole, but. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're saying though. Yeah, I've driven through Texas. See, yeah. Yeah. There's so many abandoned towns and when we i finished a western called the professionals and something we really like wanted was this kind of abandoned town look but there's only like one in colorado it's a five-hour drive from where we are but in texas there's so many there's also these wonderful windmills so we've been kind of coming up with like an idea of like our first feature in in texas being this kind of you know rugged on the go like modern western and so that's kind of what we're playing with. But yeah, other than that, we're just playing it by ear. You're just going to go with the flow. Yeah, absolutely. There's only one way you can go, and that's with it. I love that. That's absolutely true. <laughs> I'm I'm a really big believer um, in, you know, sort of that combination of carving your own path and knowing what you want, but also just letting things happen and kind of going with it and, you know, not necessarily fighting things, you know, kind of yeah. just, you know, going with the things that are happening to you and around you and for you. Um, so I'm, I'm a huge believer Absolutely. in that, but, yeah. um, uh, this is really cool. Um, I'm glad that we were able to connect and talk about all of this and hear about your, your kind of, you know, future projects and, you know, where you came from and what you hope for. And like I said, I, I absolutely love your Instagram. I think you have such <laughs> a great kind of public persona. Um, and something Thank that I like to ask people about is, uh, you know, early on, I said, your Instagram feels very raw. It feels very real. Um, you know, but do you typically schedule the things that you want to post or do you kind of post more in the moment like because you seem like a much more off the cuff like this is just what's happening today this is my mindset this is what's going on is that what it's like for you oh yeah I used to schedule things out and then I was like okay well now it has to look like this and be like this and I was like man that's not that's exhausting it is it's exhausting and I also feel like it's just not who I am like while I schedule a lot of things in my life of like okay 2 30 I have to do this 1 30 I have to do this uh, being that on social media seems seems like 
an expectation that not that no one can keep up with and I don't think we should perpetuate that idea absolutely I totally agree and I think we need to say that more and and be that more and talk about things in that way Um, so I really like that you said that but um, you know I'm going to put all the links and descriptions to your you know, contact information and your Instagram and everything in the description. But um, thank you so much for doing this. This was really cool to meet you. I'd love to work with you in the future. Connect with you maybe down the road and see what's going on in Austin and see how things are going. Yeah, That would be really, really cool. Um, Before we head out, do you mind if we do a fun little Q&A? Absolutely not. Okay. So just off the top of your head, uh, you know, whatever comes to mind, what is your favorite late night snack? Oh, Cheetos. Che- hot, any particular kind con- of oh, the flame and hot. All right. There yeah. you go. I knew that was coming. Yeah. <laughs> I, had a, I had a feeling that was coming. Uh, what is your dream vacation? Oh, um, to go to Peru, Peru. Oh, why Peru? Yeah. I really like, well, honestly, it's mainly cause my dad really wants to go there. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, maybe another one-time trip again to, you're like yeah. maybe a one-time trip to another oh, Japan. What am I thinking about? Japan. Of course, Japan, Japan. Yeah. yeah. Tokyo, Japan. Okay. All right, so Tokyo, Japan, slash Peru, maybe. Yeah. Um, what are things that make you sad? Oh, man, everything makes me sad all the time. Um, I feel a lot. Uh, things that make me sad. Oh, man, so much, so much things. Um, thinking about the past, thinking about what, where the world is sometimes. Um, other people's struggles makes me really sad. On the other side, what makes you happy? Oh, so much. <laughs> Um, connecting with people, talking to everybody. I like, I can go from real high to real low in a second. Like you can be like, hi, how's your day? I'm like, it's great. And like, I just stubbed my toe and be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. So, so on both sides of it, kind of being very (laughs) empathetic. Yes. I, maybe (laughs) sometimes a little hard, but yeah, things that make me happy, toys, filming, acting. Yeah. (laughs) Lots of things, right? That's, I love that. Yeah. Um, what advice would you give your younger self? Uh, those people don't matter. Yeah. I yeah. love that. I I've feel had, like a lot of people need that. Yeah. I've had a lot of people on here, um, say something very similar to that. Um, and it's interesting. That's become such a theme of humans just in general. Yeah. Um, is that, you know, people that don't matter, don't matter for sure. So yeah, they, they'll go away. They'll, they'll go grow, away and you'll still better. be here. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Chloe, this is awesome. I really had a great conversation with you. I enjoyed this. I love your, and people can't see it right now, but I can see you. And I love your energy. You are very kind of vibrant. You like jump off the screen, your energy. It's like very charismatic. It's very, um, like, I want to say almost influential. Like I I just like saw you and I was like, oh, okay, cool. I feel like more upbeat now that I'm seeing you. Um, you know, and like I said, I, I love what you do. I love your kind of, you know, raw and real and how passionate you are. And we need more filmmakers and just humans in the world in general, like you. So, um, I'm going to be a fan moving forward. I'd love to connect down the road. And if I come out to Austin, you're the person I'm going to call. Absolutely. You better. I Uh, wish that I had a whole nother podcast to ask you all these questions because I just want to connect with you more. It's been a rewarding conversation. Look what you just did there. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Um, Chloe, thanks for doing this. Good luck with everything in the future. Uh, Break all the legs that you have. 
Um, right back at you. And Joy I, and luck. Yeah, thank you. And I, I can't wait to kind of see where you end up. And I'm just going to have this podcast always now. So, you know, when you have made it big, I'm going to like, look, everybody, I interviewed yeah. her before. You know, she... I'll bring you up. I'll be like, hey, I was on this Rewarding Conversations podcast with Adam. And, and then yeah. that's it. You know, I'm like, and here he is people. coming here, through the door right now. Here he is. I'm like, oh, what a coincidence. <laughs> here I am. <laughs> um, that's so funny. Uh, but seriously, like this, this was great and I wish you nothing but the best. And, you know, I I just see awesome things for you in your future. So I really hope we work together. Yeah, me too. Um, (laughs) so for everybody out there listening, if this is your first time here, thanks for joining. Uh, if you're a returner, thanks for coming back. And regardless of where you're coming from, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and I'll catch you on the next episode. (laughs) 